Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I am pleased to welcome back to the 630 Chet Airwaves, former goaltender in the National Hockey League. He played a total of 606 games over a 14-year career and, of course, four years with the Oilers along the way. It is Dwayne Rolison. Dwayne, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks, Reed. How are you? I'm doing very well. It's always nice to catch up with you, and I know Oilers fans are, are happy to hear from you, too. Let everybody know what you're up to these days, how you're keeping busy. No, I don't want to make anybody jealous uh, up there. Uh, up there, but uh, right now it's with everything going on. Uh, we we had to do make some changes in our lives uh, for for our boys. They're now they're in Minot, North Dakota, instead of playing in the BCHL, they're playing in the North American League. So uh, so we moved down to the U.S. and got them all situated in Minot. And uh, you know, my my wife and I are in Florida right now. In Florida right now, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm yeah not even... It's cold here. It's cold here. Just so you know, it's it's cold. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dare I ask what your definition of cold is? <laughs> uh, no, you don't want to know. It's it, it's 20 degrees, but it's not the uh, it's not the 20 degrees yeah. that you guys are facing right now. Yeah, so, I I, I got gotcha. so We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that's that's so, fair that's enough. I said I didn't want to tell you where I was because I don't want to make everybody mad and jealous. <laughs> well, hey, we're we're, we're used to it and, and you know Edmontonians are tough right I mean that's part of the thing that brings the city together in, in the winter the Oilers and the cold weather as you found out right <laughs> well no that's you know you know we're fortunate that we were able to come down here but uh, at the same time you know I was talking to her, her friend who's an ER doctor in Edmonton uh, a couple of days ago Corin Cromwell he, he was talking about uh, how cold it was and and, you know, my wife and I are just sitting there listening, just wishing that we can be there and actually walk in the River Valley with the nice sun. Even though it's cold, it's sunny, and, um, you know, it's it's beautiful. We loved it there. We loved our time there, and we'd come back in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, goaltending, always, uh, always a storyline with a team because that's uh, the most important position on the ice, and the Oilers' goaltending situation didn't get off to a great start because after the first game of the season, Mike Smith, who you know, who didn't even play in that first game, went on long-term injured reserve, and Miko Koskinen has had to carry the ball since then. I, you know, I'm wondering, you know, the, the two goalies are kind of in a unique situation. They generally form a pretty good relationship. Uh, I don't know if you ever had that sort of a, a situation in your in your career where a, a colleague of yours, you knew he was just going to be gone for a while. What, what do you think that's like for a goalie to come to the rink and say, oh, by the way, the guy you're going to be splitting time with, uh, he's out of action. What does that do to a guy? It's tough, but at the same time, it's uh, what you—you you never wish it on your teammate. Uh, but uh, when you're 
20 year goal that you want to play right and there's only one net and uh you know unfortunately you can't take it home with you but uh you know in this situation you know smitty smitty will do whatever he can to get back and get get ready to play and 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 help the team win some some more games but uh you know miko's probably happy and excited that he's got the net to himself and now to his turn to run with it and hopefully he can solidify himself as, as a legitimate number one starter in, in the league and um which for him it, that's what he aspired to to uh to be um you know fortunate or unfortunate uh, you know i i was in training camp with miko and in, in, in long island and uh you know i played with smitty down in tampa so i know both of them well and you know, it's um, Smitty's happy for Miko that he's going to run with it, and uh, and and I know Miko's um, sorry to see that uh, Smitty's hurt, but at the same time, he's happy that he's getting the playing time. So Koskinen's going to have to play this extended stretch of games, and it's a, a condensed regular season with some back-to-backs. You know, we don't know how they're going to manage everything on the weekend, but he played the first two back-to-back. Certainly you had stretches where you played a lot in your career, and, and in the playoffs you were playing virtually every second day. What did you do to manage or guard against fatigue? And I guess, Dwayne, i got to lump physical fatigue and mental fatigue perhaps you know, all together, or, or maybe you got to deal with those two things separately. But how how does a goalie, um, you know, stay sharp, guard against feeling worn down when he's playing a ton? Yeah, exactly. You have to lump them in there together. Um, to be honest with you, mental and physical. Um, you know, the mental side is making sure you're getting rest and not getting doing too much in practice, not getting too much uh, um, situational reading into things or reading papers or media and things like that. You you just, you just try to shut your mind off from the game and use use your time away from the rink to to quiet your brain and, and relax. And physically, you know, for me, what we did was, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have some great goalie coaches along the way. And when I was playing lots uh, in Edmonton, um, Pete Peters and I would just go out and do a goalie practice for 20 minutes, half an hour, you know, get a bunch of shots. Uh, and, you know, lucky for me, I had Craig Simpson there shooting. So so it was, uh, I was pretty fortunate that way, but I was able to get out and get, get a bunch of shots and, you know, to stay sharp that way, but not taxing my body too much to the point where, you know, when I got to the game that, that I was physically tired. So you're staying sharp by, you know, doing some small things with the goalie, with the goalie coach and, you know, just, just moving and just you're not seeing as many shots and you know, it's not not as much movement but you're it's more of a you know just ironing out the small little hiccups in your game and gives you time to to do it and it keeps you fresh at the same time well craig simpson the all-time nhl leader in shooting percentage so not a bad guy <laughs> to have fired pucks on you for sure yeah. it was great because uh anytime we set up uh, the other team's power play you know i just said simmer shoot it here shoot it here and it was great because we were working on one timers and, and he'd hit the spot every time so i knew i wasn't going to get hit in the head or hit in the shoulder so you know i could actually uh 
focus on my movements and getting to the spot and then you know at the end of it just watching the puck come into me so you know I was fortunate enough to have him him in Edmonton with with a lot of the shooting that we did with Pete Peters so um, you know the rest of the guys as, as well were, were great but uh, when it came down to uh, fine-tuning uh, Zimmer was great. Dwayne Rolson joining us tonight on the face-off show Oilers and Leafs coming up at eight obviously an incredibly unique season no crowd I, I I joked off the top of the show that I better not hear a go Leafs go chant in Edmonton tonight because it's only media guys and rink workers and <laughs> players but uh, you know when you look back was there any rinks or matchups for you that just had a certain vibe and you could feel how much the the the, the crowd was into it I know you played in a lot of different buildings during the course of your career, but I wonder if there were any ones that just always felt special to go into. Yeah, obviously when you when you when you grow up in Canada, um, you know, in my era, you know, the Leafs were the only thing that that was on TV in Canada on Wednesdays and Saturdays, so everyone sort of fell in love with them. And so playing in in the old Maple Leaf Garden or or the old Montreal Forum um, was always special. Um, but uh, nowadays, uh, with the newer ranks, uh, they're, they're pretty the same, pretty much the same. Obviously, the acoustics and everything are, are great, but uh, you know, San Jose was a, a tough building to go into because their fans were were uh, right, they sit on top of you like Rexall used to be. So and they're loud, um, but nothing tops uh, the the old Rexall one during our 06 run. I think that was the most intimidating building uh, ever ever in a game of hockey. It was it was tough for for those visiting teams to come in and and for us as players we 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 loved it yeah hey Dwayne before I let you go and thanks for doing this it's awesome to catch up with you uh you know we got some really tough news uh a couple of months ago when Joey Moss passed away I mean just I mean really a legend I don't think that's that's overstating it and uh, known across the country and across the hockey world um you know just such such an energetic uh such an energetic man and meant so much to to all the Edmonton Oilers I'm just wondering if you, if you wanted to share a Joey memory or two or just say anything about him tonight yeah you know it's unfortunate and you know uh, you know, for me, like when I found out, I was actually at the arena with with my boys. Uh, They're just getting ready, out, ready to go on the ice for practice, and I told them and. You know, both of them broke down and started crying, and they're not very—they're not—they don't show their emotions very, you know, easily. So for them to break down and then start crying, it's—you know—especially in a locker room amongst your peers, it's—you uh, know—it sort of shows you how much uh, joy meant to to them. Um, but you know, for me, as a—you know—joy is something that someone that we'll always remember in our family. Uh, we talk about him uh, all the time. And, you know, we miss him. It's, uh, he, he meant a lot to a lot of people in the world. And, and uh, you know, it's, he's a great human being. He, he, was, he was one of those guys that he touched everybody that, that met, him, met him, you know. So he made a difference in everyone's life, whether uh, people realize it or not until after they left. Uh, but he changed a lot of people's lives and uh, for all for the better. Yeah, well said. Dwayne, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. I hope we can do this again later on in the season. All the best. Hope you're keeping warm in Florida. And thanks for talking to us tonight on 630 Chat. Take care, man.
Yeah, thanks, Reed. And I would be remiss to say, like, you know, make sure you check in on your buddies here. You know, I know it's Bill. Let's talk uh, time. So, you know, a um, buddy of mine lost his son uh, a few years ago and started the buddy check system. So check in on your buddies. Make sure everyone's doing all right and stay healthy, everyone. Right on.